0: Welcome to Entry Point Faith, where every week we discover fresh meaning in the world so you can find faith your way. And now, please welcome your host, Pastor Nancy Lafferty. Today, we celebrate diversity. We celebrate community across the world. The LGBTQ community comes together every June. To celebrate Pride Month. This is a month in which we celebrate and lift up LGBTQ voices, culture, and rights. There are parades, protests, live theater, and drag performances. It is part political activism and part celebration of all that the LGBTQ community has achieved over the years. Pride Month is about acceptance, equality, and celebrating the work of LGBTQ people, education in LGBTQ history, and raising awareness of issues that affect this specific community. Pride Month is a time of joy But it's also a reminder that those who do not conform to a heteronormative society are still the target of prejudice, whether through legislation, hate crimes, or a simple lack of acceptance. Being gay, gender non-conforming, or otherwise non-heteronormative is still stigmatized in many communities, although more LGBTQ people are coming out every year. While some nations now officially recognize Pride Month, many still criminalize gay relationships. Gay Pride, as it used to be called, began as a political observance commemorating the Stonewall Riots in New York City in late June 1969 an important turning point in the movement for lesbian and gay civil rights. Today, LGBTQ pride is celebrated in communities worldwide, including communities of faith. The rainbow flag used as a symbol of the LGBTQ community was designed by artist and Vietnam War veteran Gilbert Baker. Baker was commissioned in 1978 by politician Harvey Milk to design a flag for San Francisco's Gay Pride Parade. Baker chose the idea of rainbow colors because the different colors were meant to represent togetherness, since LGBTQ individuals come in all races, all ages, and all genders and rainbows are both natural and beautiful. The original flag contained eight colors, but that was later redesigned to include the six colors that we see flying today. In Jesus's day, it was lepers who were set apart and shunned from society. Jesus marched right up to them, named the real disease, which was prejudice, and healed it with the grace of inclusion. In 19th century America, the issue was the enslavement of fellow human beings. Slavery was an experience of inequality and cruelty, and it was banished, although the injustices and prejudice still remain. In our lifetime, we have confronted and sought to overturn additional stereotypes and prejudices. Those against other races, against equality for women, against disabled people, and against gay and transgendered individuals. So why do we need a pride celebration? Why a parade? What's the big deal? Why do we need to do this? Pride celebrations and parades are an opportunity for gay, bisexual, transgendered and questioning individuals to overcome the shame that has been dumped on them from an early age. Some of the dumping came from family members or who were disappointed in how they turned out or friends who are judgmental of them or churches who are focused on the sin of homosexuality. Pride activities allow a community of individuals to express themselves in truth and in community. They feel accepted at a pride event. They feel included. They feel welcome. Accepted, included, and welcome. Things that every single individual needs to feel. Accepted included, and welcome. Those are the feelings that give us all a right to this life. Those are the feelings that keep us sane, that keep us feeling okay with being alive. Things are changing, though. Yes, things are better than they once were. Many churches are now attempting to embrace the LGBTQ individuals in their congregations. Not all, but some. At one point in our lives, many years ago, Marcy and I were not attending a church, and I was actively looking for a place we could safely attend and be accepted. I searched churches near our home, and I called the pastor of every church that mentioned the words, all are welcome, on their website or in their print media. The five or six pastors that I spoke with all said similar things. Hi, I would start. My partner and I are looking for a church home. I see that you have the phrase, All are welcome as part of your mission. Would we be welcome at your church? Sadly, they all responded with some form of this answer. Well, I would accept you both, and some of the congregation might accept you as well, but as soon as you walked in, the rest of them would start trying to change you. Many members of the LGBTQ community were heavily connected to their churches as children and teenagers. When they became aware of the ways that they were different, the things about them that if known would cause problems in their churches, and they knew this because of what had been said about people who were like that, they had a difficult choice to make. Stay involved in the church and keep their secret, or tell themselves the truth and leave the church. Unfortunately, when we leave the church, we often leave God behind. We figure it's all connected. If I can't be part of that church, if I'm not welcome there, then... God must not care about me. God doesn't love me. I wish I could gather up every single person who has had those feelings. First, I would hug them, and then I would share what I believe about God and our uniqueness. God loves us, all of us. No matter who we are, God loves how we are different unique, all of our talents, and our gifts. The next thing I would do with all of those people who are disconnected from their church because of their secret is to share with them this passage of Scripture. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one. In Christ Jesus. My friends, our soul has no gender. The part of us that God connects to has no race, no nationality, no physicality. God loves us, every single one of us. Take a moment and look in the church program. On the back page, if you don't have one handy, I'll read the sentence under our mission. Entry point welcomes, values, and inspires all people on their own spiritual journey while embracing diverse beliefs. Entry point welcomes, values, and inspires all people. All people, not just the normal ones, not the easy ones, not the safe ones, all people. Entry point means it. This faith community is a genuine place of love, community, and acceptance. We also don't try to change anyone. We just want to help each other out. We want to give everyone hope. We want to give all of us permission to question and practice our faith, to find God our own way, and to know that no matter who we are, no matter how we were born, no matter who we love, God loves us. At Entry Point, we strive to welcome, accept, and include Everyone, all are welcome, and we mean it. Amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Entry Point Faith. The Entry Point Faith community meets every other Sunday at Connor Prairie in Fishers, Indiana. For more information or to join in person, visit entrypointonline.org entry point faith is a part of the Switchpoint media network find a variety of podcasts by visiting switchpoint.media with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry